Well, Hunter, we're we're back. It's it's back. We're back to uh, where it all started on the Nintendo Entertainment for this show, not where it all, not where video games. Started. Yeah, that's absurd. Yeah, but where this show started, the Nintendo Entertainment System. Uh, yeah, we started with Super Mario Brothers three. Yeah, we covered that one. The the NES, the classic, classic. Yeah, NES game, and now we're back on the N- Nintendo Entertainment System, and we are. Um, gonna do this we are game. doing <laughs> we're doing uh journey or what journey to silly silicus silicus <laughs> journey to syllabus we are here we're back why are we doing um, this game why are we doing we'll have to answer i think that we'll have to answer this in the episode proper but here in the intro what what is what's going on why do we why do we need to do i've never heard of this game before uh we decided to do it well we wanted to do something off the beaten path yep. and obscure and Matt, I want this is part of your education. Yes. Okay. This is part of your edutainment. I'll take it. My little child, my little, my little summer child, my summer child. Okay. You need to know what just some random but NES game is like. Yeah. So that you can start to understand the various platforms for which I claim you have no appreciation for. Yes. Because, let, let's put oh, it this will do let's it. it Boy, way. howdy. Oh, I'm so appreciative now. <laughs> I handed you, at the beginning of this show, when we started this journey, you know, 26 weeks ago. I mean, it was much longer than that, but let's pretend. Yeah. 26 weeks ago, we started this journey. That's not how it works at all, listener. But uh, I handed you the NES gold, the nugget. Yeah. The golden NES nugget. And you were, and even as soon as last week, you were like, eh, "I don't know, it's got some problems. It's got just some of the items." Well, here's the what item you menu. okay. No, it's I like blame you. You you screwed up. I blame you. You how in the world could my you make my first game? Not I've played other NES games to be clear, but for this show, we did the best one for everything's obviously going to be worse. Everything is obviously going to be worse from here on yes, out for the but NES. Yes. Fine, fine. In an absolute, abstract way, you are correct. But you are incorrect yeah. as far as your personal journey. Yeah. Never forget, Matt. You're right, you're right. That you are the protagonist of this show. <laughs> and the goal, we will stop once, or we will hang up our hats and choose our successors. Yeah. Once you have an appreciation for video games as a whole. And what does that look Once like? You're... Is that the first time I offer up a valid video game criticism that you like that it'll be the like oh, Matt, that that's it. That is a valid opinion to have about this game in relation no. to all other no. games. Well, like the first time I there nail no... a ranking on the first try, is that is that the There are threshold? no opinions. Opinions do not exist. That is not <laughs> my goal here. My goal is you open your closet one day. And you look inside of it, uh-huh. and you see there. Let's imagine an Intellivision. <gasps> so there's an Intellivision in your closet, and there's all these old Intellivision games in there. And you're kind of saying weird stuff to people at parties, like I'm an Intellivision guy. And Matt, you look in the mirror, and you can't recognize yourself. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Let's go.
Welcome to Old Gamers Almanac. I'm your big, big gamer, Hunter Donaldson. Nerd loser, loser nerd gamer boy. Yeah. Hunter Donaldson. And I'm joined here today by my little baby boy. My baby little baby. I'm your cool baby. I'm your cool sunglasses wearing toddler who uh skateboarder. Loves, yeah, I'm a skateboarder and I love the games with the guns and the sexy broads. I tell you that. That's all I like. <laughs> hey, and hey, Kirby. don't say Hey Matt, don't say broads on the show ever again. Okay. We're striking. <laughs> I never ever want Fair. to hear you say broads, okay? Ever. Um so today we are covering, uh, everyone is chomping at the bit to hear our opinions <laughs> on the game Journey to Silius for the Nintendo Entertainment System. This game came out. Um, it's a game. It's, it is, uh, it's, uh, you can buy it. Hey, you know what? Well, uh, I was about to say you can buy it on your Switch. <laughs> no. You may not purchase this game on your Switch. No. You may pay Nintendo yearly for the privilege... <laughs> To just kind of hang out with this game, but don't you worry, Nintendo still owns the game, yeah. buddy. It yeah. ain't yours. You ain't taking it home with you. Welcome to uh, our post scarcity cyberpunk dystopia. You do not own games. Mm -mm. You do not own games. You definitely do not own old games. You yeah. will never be owning old games. Yeah. Um. Kind of dumb that we started this show in general, right? Because it's impossible. The, the to word do. old. <laughs> And the word games, yeah. that ain't a thing anymore. Well, here's what All I've right? learned about this ecosystem is that uh, this is where uh, the new punk rock is. And it's uh, <laughs> it's 45-year-old video game archivists. That's the new punk rock. Yeah. <laughs> That's the new punk rock. Punk rock has gotten very much weirder <laughs> than it started and now has transformed into just collecting old yeah. uh, commodities that are no Emulate, longer available. Programmers Very, emulating games so that you can finally play them again for the first time in 30 years. Oh, man. What could be more punk rock <laughs> than men in their 40s <laughs> complaining about how the games used to be? Oh, man. You just want to get in the pit in March <laughs> hearing that. Hearing <laughs> balding men in their 40s saying stuff like, well, they're not keeping the the games. They're hard to get now, well, and man. It's, and it's the so port tough. there is just—I mean, there's a horrible <laughs> screen flicker, and the input lag is really—I mean, they really got to do some work there. Oh man! I want to go. What the dude? Yeah, yeah. What could be more minor threat <laughs> than the major old threat of? men in their 40s complaining about how video games used to be yeah. but hey we are not in our 40s but we may as well be yeah uh, attitude wise uh i have not been outside today it is 2 30 p.m yeah all right yeah. i'm an old man and i sit here and i do my old man shit every day okay <laughs> that's what i do and today we're going to do some old man stuff we're going to talk about Journey to Silius, 1991 game came out uh no it's not even 1991 it's 1990 Oof. game <laughs> like that matters to anybody except for some weirdos uh and i love those weirdos you're my favorite people yeah sunsoft developed sunsoft published game it's a run and gun game you shoot at stuff yeah uh there's a there's kind of an interesting factoid with this one though matt what's the interesting oh, factoid with journey so, to oh, silius let me let me, ta let me take you to interesting factoid corner because yeah. uh if you ever hear anything about this game You'll be beaten over the side of the face with this interesting factoid that we oh, all a, know. Oh. Everyone oh, yeah. knows this. This is so interesting. Sure. Hunter, did you know that Journey to Silius was supposed to be a Terminator game? Did you know that? 
Whoa, it was su- supposed to be uh, the Terminator game? Yeah, it was supposed to be a game of the Terminator. Wait, is that, is that right? Was it supposed to be a, the Terminator game? I thought it was supposed to be like a Chips game. <laughs> like Chips, you know? Yeah, Chips. Wasn't it supposed to be the a Miami Chips Cops, game? The Miami Cops game with the robots and the... the Z- there, I swear it... This game is, wait. is just a whole bevy of ripoffs. Chips, you got Terminator, you got Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. It's all in there. Oh, it's a... Oh, okay. So it, it okay. So here's what it. Oh, okay. I'm realizing what it was. So it was supposed to be a the Terminator game. Mm, they mm. lost the license to that, and then it was supposed to be a Chips game, and they lost the license to that. And then it was supposed to be a Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers game, yep. and then they lost the license to that. And then it was supposed to be a Golden Girls game. Uh, wait, but actually, did that show come out before? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. And then it was supposed to be a cyberpunk game oh yeah surprise Weird. before cyberpunk 2077 or whatever it's called yeah uh, it was going to be a cyberpunk game and they lost the rights mm-hmm. to that and they lost the rights to toy story as well yeah yeah um so they lost a lot of rights it was supposed to be a great game. british bake-off uh game it was supposed to be a great there. great they had noel fielding yeah. ready yeah. even though noel fielding was not famous at this point yeah um, not that Noel Fielding is famous now. I'm sure we just lost <laughs> 80% of the audience. But, yeah. It was well, to be that. hey, guess what? Of, of oh, the wait, percentage no, of our audience, they're dude, not even dude, listening dude, to this episode. We're on dude, our did own you right know? Now. Did you know this was supposed to be a the Terminator 2 Judgment Day game? <laughs> but then they lost the rights to that. There are xenomorphs in this game, so clearly it was supposed to be an alien. No, oh, aliens dude, okay. game. It was right, supposed to be an talk. aliens game. D- we're done with the bit. Okay. Uh, this game... Uh, for for enemy assets, rips off everything. Not just Terminator, because they tell you about the Terminator thing up front. Yeah, they rip off Terminator, dude. I swear, there's some RoboCops in this yeah, game. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw a thing that I thought was supposed to be the Terminator. Later, you find the Terminator thing, and it's like, no, that's clearly the Terminator. And yeah. then I realized the thing from before, definitely a RoboCop. Yeah. And you got the xenomorphs in there. The the three eighties pillars. Yeah, we're just of missing culture. a predator. We're just missing predator, and we'd be done. No, <laughs> no. Hey, you know what? I'm about to. I'm I'm gonna put out some raw truth right here. Predators on a lower tier than those other three. <laughs> the three most important eighties properties for weirdos is RoboCop, Terminator, and Alien. Uh-huh. Predator is. I think it's a great film. Okay, I got no issues. Uh-huh, all right. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I think the scene where they all are in the jungle and they just shoot at the jungle for no reason and they're like screaming, it's great. Okay. That kind of impotent male rage moment. Yeah. We all love it. Yeah. But Predator's on a lower tier. I'm sorry. That's just, That's I don't okay. make the rules. That's how it works, man. I, I forgive okay. you. What else? We're vamping, clearly. <laughs> what no, we're not. We're having so a good time with is, Journey to Silly. We're having a great time with Journey to Silly. I want to get ahead of it because the listeners listening to this and we're and we're dunking on this. This is a fun game. This is a really great game, actually. Oh, it's a fun this game. This is a super good game. It's got some good music. Um, if you like NES games, I would say this one is a little bit easier, but it's still tough. NES games are hard. Yeah. Uh, are we about to have a Matt's difficulty corner? We'll get there. Is that we'll about get to there. Let's intru- let's in- let's finish introducing this because I'd like to get past Sunsoft, uh, known for uh, f- even by me the the Batman video game. I know that the Batman game on NES is pretty good, uh, and they they, they basically what? are just like doing a bunch of license. Hunter, you put it as they're like a blue collar. <laughs> Uh, develop. They're just making IP oh, yeah. and and ports and stuff like that. Just just whatever. You got your blaster got. master. Uh, they do a bunch of ports. Um, I don't know. Besides blaster master, I I don't know that they have any individual thing that's a claim to fame. I think they generally have a good reputation for uh, the music. Yeah. 
uh, in the games are uh, kind of well respected. And I would say that the music in this game is exemplary. Yes. And one of the main reasons that you should play it. But I guess you could also just listen to the music, huh? That's kind <laughs> of a weird thing about thing, old games. Yeah. yeah uh, so so this game is uh, mechanically, it's a run and gun. You, you got a guy, you got a gun, you're going to shoot things on the way. Um, uh-huh. Notably, you can't point that gun in any directions. It just goes forward or backwards. Uh, you can forward jump, you backwards. can duck. Which I guess is noteworthy. You got mad at me in Twitch chat, Hunter, because I I called this Mega Man. I said this is just Mega Man. Uh, yeah, it's not Mega Twitch Man stream. though, is it? It's not. No, yeah. it's not. It's it's not fair to just call it Mega Man. But like, it's, it's kind of like ninety percent Mega Man. No, it's not. It's what it is is it's it's slow contra. Okay. Um, and you can't shoot up. Yeah. That's what I would call it. Slow contra. Right. Uh, it's 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 not like Mega Man because well well you do get you get new guns. Yeah. Um, you don't get re- really get powers, and I would say the boss fights are just kind of, I don't know, fine. Maybe it's close to Mega Man. Are NES games really that different from each other? Sure. Can you, can you make an argument that every NES game that's a run and gun is Mega Man? Sure. Is it a reductive <laughs> argument? Yes. Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. But, uh, so you mentioned guns. So this game, as you go through it, you, you can unlock uh, up to five other guns. You got yourself a machine gun. Guns. Never used mm-hmm. it. Shotgun. Good for a little while. Then you get a laser that laser. I didn't really ever use. Then you got a homing, homing missile. missile. That's the one, buddy. Let me tell you. You use the homing missile quite a lot. And then you get a grenade launcher mm-hmm. that I don't think I ever used because I was addicted to the homing missile by the time uh, I yeah. had it. And the reason you only end up really using like a gun or whatever is because everything but your main gun uses the same ammo, which I would say is if anything, like my, my like hang up with it is like, why would, why wouldn't I just only use the homing missile? It literally locks onto enemies and kills them. Uh, why would I use anything besides that when, uh, to use it uses up the ammo of my other guns. If they had that other ammos, yeah, I'd be switching from gun to gun to gun all the time. And, and maybe yeah. would have found more dynamic stuff to do with it. But with one ammo system, Nope, just gonna do the one that uh beelines for their forehead, which is you know Matt, it's not like Mega Man at all because in Mega Man you got separate ammo bars yes. for each power. I agree, or at least it, it, the way I remember it, it does. I don't actually maybe does Mega Man two. I played Mega Man two. I don't remember. Um, <laughs> I know by the time you get to Mega Man X, we got separate bars for each power. But I don't know. Maybe NES Mega Mans are weird. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I mean, very different from Mega Man. You only have one ammo bar. <laughs> Uh, the 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 pellet type uh-huh. bar thing, you know. Uh, you can get uh, ammo pickups for that gun, and then if your boy, if you are uh, chosen <laughs> by God, you can get a yeah. health pickup every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. So the way it works, every time you kill an enemy, I guess there's like maybe it's a random number generator. Yeah. Or if I don't know what the system is, I was not able to divine it by. Uh, how it worked every time you kill an enemy it might give you ammo and it might give you health uh it almost never gives you health yeah when it does give you health a lot of the time you don't need any health yeah which is great <laughs> uh and it gives you ammo constantly right which is odd because i don't i didn't i don't know about you matt i didn't end up using the special weapons in the stages i only use them for bosses yeah because you don't um, want to suddenly find the end of a level and be caught without right. ammo um mm-hmm. i would i got to the point where i was 
for certain enemies I was using it basically. Like if I was on a ledge above something and there was stuff I was gonna have to jump down to, I just pop out the homing missile, let that kill everything, and then you jump yep. down, and yep. you know you're gonna get a ham an ammo pickup uh, probably short after that. So yeah, I, I used a fair amount, but I would say yeah, generally I was not uh, chewing through my ammo during the levels because yeah, you really just want it for the boss fights. Yeah, also like most most of the enemies will go down pretty quickly. Um, it's not a game where you know it's 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 not a game where the enemies like take a whole lot of. No. I don't know. I would say it's like it's Contra. It's slower. It's not as hard as Contra. Contra is like pretty hard right away. Yeah. Uh, this game like has a nice difficulty curve. Yeah. I would say it doesn't get really super difficult until stage four. There's only five stages yes. in the game, um, and there's a boss at the end of every stage. Right. Uh, and then there's a mini boss actually uh, also at the end of every stage. So that's something. Yeah. The, bo- um, the, the level three boss, I would say is like a pretty ridiculous difficulty spike to me. You can figure out the pattern and I, I you did and I did not. So uh, I think I found it much more difficult than you did. But also, uh, I think this is where I start to get into the, the, the various. Well, first off, okay, let's start with this. Neither of us ever played this game before this week. No, we have no, this is the, I believe, yeah. this is the first game that we have played on the show that neither of us have any history with whatsoever. Yeah. We were both playing it for the first time. Yes. Um, which is pretty cool and something we've never done on the show before. So we'll see how it goes. Maybe we'll never do this again. <laughs> Maybe this is not how it works. We, we don't get to play games neither of us have ever played, apparently. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe that's how it go. I don't know. The definitive um, ranking of all games Hunter or Matt have already played. <laughs> the old gamer's almanac. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm excited for it to be only about games I've played. Yep. Because for we have years. exhausted the Matt library. <laughs> and for six years, we're just... It's just Hunter's Nostalgia Factory. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I have no nostalgia for this game. Um, I would say it, I enjoyed it somewhat. Um, it's very like... I don't know. You You... It has a slowness to it mm-hmm. that made it, I think, kind of easier to get through. Yeah. Um, I think the gun stuff feels good. I don't think the jumping feels very good. There's a yeah. light amount of platforming in the game. It's mostly run and gun up until stage four, and then it starts getting a little bit into some jumping yeah. and being about jumping. And then stage five is really about jumping. And there's no more enemies. <laughs> and there's the enemies are gone. Um, and that... it. The jump and stuff I don't like as much as the run and gun yeah. for this game. So um, I uh, used the so I played this on the Switch mm-hmm. uh, NES library on Switch Online, and I used the rewind feature uh, pretty uh, a lot abusively. I don't know. I I, I I was doing it quite a bit. I tried to be nice to myself and uh, and and like. I wanted to just do save states. If anything, I, I, I wish we weren't recording today because I almost was like, man, I should have just I should have played it one more time. Like I should have just done it one more time and been, mm-hmm. a, bit, been a bit uh, less egregious with my save state usage. But I will say me abusing save states meant that the platforming stuff where it's really just like kind of a big thorn in your side. I didn't have that yeah. experience. Basically, in stage four, there's this uh, what turns out to be legendary moment. We were finding, uh, we were looking up old gaming magazines, uh, reviews and coverage of this game. And in one of them, there's like a screen capture of the platforming section that was like basically kicking Hunter's butt because it's just yeah. really mean. It's just a really mean sudden moment in one of the levels where you jump on a platform and the platform will fall and you have like a very short frame window to keep jumping. 
and mm-hmm. Hunter's inputs were getting just eaten. And so he didn't get to jump, and so he'd just fall, and that would kill his whole run or whatever. And for me, I missed the jump. I back it up two seconds. I try to jump again. I'm, I got past it. Great. I'm done. The platforming section is over. Um, and that was kind of my experience with those. I Beyond just that platforming section, I tried to only use like save states at like beginnings of levels or whatever. But when I found myself bumping up against especially classically hard nes stuff i'd kind of just brute force my way through it and uh hey i'll say this much i loved the game it made me like yeah. it. it like i no, i didn't get a, an appreciation for the raw difficulty of the game but i really liked it like i enjoy i didn't have a bad time the whole time i played it oh man i feel so validated <laughs> because you remember matt that episode and the listeners know if yep. you if you listen to every episode you remember this episode where i was like matt they put save states in there use them and guess what you used them and you liked an old game exactly wow what am i not right about okay (laughs) tell me that like what do i not have figured out in this world (laughs) that i mean it's this i can die happy now yeah well here's the thing here's what gets me about this little debate you and i have Uh is uh it's a hundred percent acceptable for me to just use so saves as much as you want but for you you tried so hard to not. You finally eventually started well, using save states in this game. So to, yeah, yeah. So I, and I, I started this as a judgment. I don't actually mean it as a judgment. I would like mm-hmm. you to explain that process to our dear listener of what's going on in Hunter's brain so that maybe they can share in that experience. It's easy. I'm just better at old games than Matt. <laughs> so I can play them the way, the old way. Oh, okay? You almost and said what, the way they were intended. You nope, almost I said it. I, I, I no, heard you Matt. start to say it. No, I didn't. I didn't. I not even. No, not even close, Matt. I was. I was just saying that I wanted to play it the old way. Um, I for about three hours on Twitch, maybe even like three and a half hours. Um, the the way. So what they hand uh, you as far as being able to restart in this game, whenever you die, is they give you um, three lives uh, per continue. And you get uh, four continues. So you get 12 lives in total. Mm -hmm. When you die, if you just lost a life, you get reset to pretty generous checkpoint system. Incredibly generous, I would say, for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Compared to so many other things, I was amazed the first time. Like, the first time I died, I I got set back, like, a minute, maybe. Maybe a minute. It's like, whoa, this is is new. Like, I have not experienced this in very many NES games, how generous it is with its, its, its checkpoints. It's really generous. And then if you lose your three lives and you use a continue, you get kicked back to the beginning of that stage. Yeah. So not the beginning of the game. So that's also pretty generous. Yeah, definitely. So I wanted to get through it on 12 lives. I felt like I could. Um, and I was mostly right, except for at the end of stage four, when we're talking about this platforming moment. And honestly, I'll, 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 I will fess up. Even if I had made it through the stage four platforming segment, this stage five platforming segment mm-hmm. would I would not have been able to accomplish. Maybe uh, maybe I could have if I had like a week yeah. and I was playing it every day, right. which would have felt, oh my God, that would have felt so good. But um, did not have time to do that. So I did end up using save states to get me to, to at least the way I would do it is I would set the save state for the beginning of the level, except for that one, that one platforming segment in stage four because I was so mad at yeah. it. Yeah. I would just like, I would just say like, okay, no, I'm I'm setting the save state before this yeah. jump. But I would have liked to have made it through because I will say what happens with playing an NES game like this is you die a lot, that sucks, but then you start learning and mastering the game. So 
originally I got through stage one just fine and then I would get to stage two and stage two I would lose all 12 lives on stage two yeah. and then eventually I learned stage two and then I got to stage three and I would lose all 12 lives on stage three and once I got to stage four I could get through stage one stage two and sometimes stage three without losing a single life yeah. although a lot of times I would lose like one and then every once in a while I would have a bunk run where I just messed up so much that I would reset myself anyways sure but that's that's what an nes game would push you to do is just kind of memorize it and that feeling of mastery feels very good and i would have loved to have completed the whole game that way uh but yeah that jump i don't know you got to look at this jump i don't i don't know if it's, you can just like mean. google this jump but it's yeah. so mean and my i don't know so the way i played it was i played it on my uh nes classic and mm -hmm. you might say oh i just looked up all the games that are on the nes classic and that game is not on the NES Classic. That's uh, weird. Shut up, you. Um, <laughs> stay out of my business. That's not your business. I just told you what platform I played it on. Okay, you don't have to get put your detective hat on and start sniffing around my my place. Okay, what we say earlier, we're men in our forties. Okay, uh -huh. complaining. This is punk rock now. Okay, I have a punk rock NES Classic. Anyways, I think I don't know what the issue was, but for some reason when I. Uh, would be going forward and jumping a lot of the times, like maybe one out of every three or one out of every five jumps just wouldn't happen. The guy would yeah. just look at me and be like, you know what? I quit. And then he'd fall to his death. Yeah. I, I, on the switch, I will say I did not have nearly as much issue with the platforming stuff. Now, again, it's hard for me to say that definitively because I was doing save stating. So like it, it wasn't noticeable that I was missing those mm -hmm. jumps or whatever. Cause for you, it's like, well, that just set me back 20 minutes or whatever. Uh -huh. I, I don't know the exact amount. It set, set you back quite a ways for me it set me back four seconds and i move on right uh but i i remember those jumps and getting past them relatively fine so yeah. i do think in this instance the switch port might um control easier than like your average emulator maybe yeah um, now if you've got a super system if you if you if you've got your stuff worked up real good at home then you know whatever but uh in terms of easy to access things i mean really the only easy way to access this game is on that nintendo switch online thing everything else uh involves other methods uh or you can what what did we see hunter eight hundred dollars or something to buy that three hundred dollars no to buy no it? matt you're not even close it was three thousand dollars to buy a copy of journey to Silius. And it was, I sent matt a picture of this because i found it on ebay it said lowest price available yeah like this three thousand dollar copy of this stupid. game that's yeah stupid. it's getting rough out there for old We're games in shambles <laughs> it's really hard to tell with an nes um especially with the nes classic it might just be bad like the emulation might be bad i'm not really sure it's hard to tell how well an nes game is supposed to run yeah there's a lot of nes games that ran great but i, I i'm not so familiar with the library that i feel like i could definitively say whether this game was running above or below average basically yeah, for an right. nes title so i don't know i'm not certain what the issue was regardless i still enjoyed many aspects yeah. of this game in spite of the fact that i did not think the jumping was very good um the music is so killer yeah that like a lot of times i would get reset and have to go back to the beginning of the game <laughs> and i would feel that that sting of fr frustration and then the stage one music would start and I'd be like, oh yeah, I get to play through the, the soundtrack again. <laughs> I get to do this again. That's fun. Yeah, I enjoy yeah. that quite a bit. I I will, I'll um, empathize with what I feel like will be some listeners uh, out there that when you hear 
this NES music is really good, you kind of go, well, what is that? How good can it? I mean, we're talking about like some chip, like we're talking about some very old stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to call the Journey to Silliest Music stuff I just listen to in my car. I would. But I'm a freak. For, yeah, Hunter's a freak. But for a game that, like that situation that Hunter just described, that is a perfect encapsulation of like what good music does for you, which is like, hey, I'm I'm being forced to tap into some old muscle memory because I have to replay stage one and like now I just have it down and now it's become this thing that this is where I have an issue with speed running and old games is like I don't like that monotony of I've done this level before I just have it memorized and I hate that I have to keep going back and doing it but if the art's good and the music makes like draws you into it then that experience can be dampened uh, in the way hunter just described so i and i think that this game definitely 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 does that the music is a joy to have playing and so when you're just sort of kind of going back through that level you have memorized uh you just sort of i don't know you like click into it and it just becomes a little zen state while you while you burn through levels one two and three again yeah well you just kind of grind it out um i will say that if I hadn't hit that kind of platforming wall in stage four, I estimate that it probably would have taken me around five to six hours uh, to complete this game, which I think game game length wise is fine. On how yeah. long to beat, it says four hours. I mean, with especially an NES game, I'm going to say that the how long to beat is not even relevant. These games yeah, are hard on average. Well, and, and to, for compa- comparison, I just wanted to like kind of experience the main strokes of this game and using the rewind feature a lot took me about two hours because I'm not getting set way, way, way back. You know, I I let myself get like fully reset probably twice within the first three stages. And then by the time I'm like beating stage three, I just was barreling through. I was not about to go back and replay all of it. So I was I had save states and rewinds just carrying me through. So, I mean, yeah, as a as a speed run, this is like a 10 minute long game, basically. So that's your comparison point, really. Yeah. I think the reason I, I'm kind of making up a reason right now for why we covered this game. And I think I'm actually kind of happy with the fact that we did this game because for those of you that listen to the show, that your exposure and your experience with retro games, NES games, especially uh, is rather limited. Mm-hmm. I would say that this is not a bad starting point for somebody sitting down wants to play nes games that do not have a legacy yeah that is just a good example of just some random nes game for a random nes game this is pretty good like this this, is i I would call it amazing because there are a lot of very very bad nes games there's just a lot of nes games as well though like there's a the sheer breadth of nes games it's like pretty ridiculous this is like kind of part of that uh time in history where there were just games coming out all the time. Yeah. I'll tell you what this game did for me, uh, which is I, I played it and beat it and immediately was like, you know what? Let me just play another game on this NES library on Nintendo Switch Online. Mm-hmm. Anything. This is some sort of curated library. Nintendo has in some way approved these as like some of the better things from this system. Obviously, right. none right. of these are going to be trash fires. So let me just do another one. And I and I did that like a couple times. Like I just checked out a couple more games to see how I felt about them. Yeah. And it was great. Like it, it introduced me to that thing of like, I think there's a lot of people in the same boat as me, which is just like, if it ain't Mario on the NES, what am I doing? You know, like to a certain extent, if it ain't a Nintendo exclusive, Zelda, Mario, Metroid, that's all I play. I'll play Excite Bike. But like to 
be introduced to this second tier of games, and I don't mean in quality, I mean in notoriety. Yeah. Uh, that second tier is worth your time. It's worth doing. Um, a similar experience happened not that long ago. We got an email uh, a long time ago from a, a fan who's um, someone in our Space Cats community, but they they recommended I check out Crystallis on NES, which is like an RPG game. And I, I plugged away it a little bit. I want to cover that game super bad on this show yeah. for the same kind of idea of like, man, this right. is like a, this is a Zelda like, this is a little, you know, got some, got some Final Fantasy, got some Zelda in it, but it's great fun. And I'm not giving these, these games are so old that it's so easy to just forget that they even exist because right. it's not Mario and it's not Zelda. So why, what are we doing? And I think it's worth going back to those and, uh, letting yourself appreciate them because it's something I've never let myself do before and I'm enjoying the process of letting myself do that. It's really funny, Matt, that you say that this is, you know, this is not Mario, this is not Zelda because I don't know if you know this, but this was actually supposed to be a Mario game and then they lost the the license. It was, it was well, Miyamoto was like obsessed with guns yeah, for a while. Like, yeah, yeah, I remember that. He loved guns and so he was like, you know, all about guns and he just kept i mean he kept doing all these press conferences where he was like i want mario to have a gun next um and so this was it was supposed to be mario yeah. a lot of people don't know yeah. that yeah a lot of people don't know that it well was this was actually... the sequel to mario is missing and it's like we're gonna yeah. get him back <laughs> it was gonna be called mario is killing <laughs> Mario is murdering. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I mean, a lot of people don't know that fact, yeah. but actually it was, uh, yeah, it was originally, uh, it was actually going to be the first Kirby game was going to be this. <laughs> and then they kind of switched it up a little bit. They lost the license. Yeah, instead of, instead of shooting people, he's going to swallow them whole, right? That was, yeah, that was yeah. like the new hook for it. Yeah, that was the shift. Um, anyways, pretty cool game. Yep. I don't know. You should check it out. You might already have it. Yep. You know, if you have Switch online, you already got well, access again, to this. You don't have it, but you have access to it. Oh, you're, sure, 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 yeah, sure. You yeah, definitely yeah. You're, don't you're have it. You're renting it. You're renting it until uh, Nintendo cancels yeah. the Switch eShop. Which will happen. In the future. Hey, guess what? 100% will happen. Just so yeah. we're very clear on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, that's that's like such a funny little tidbit of news with the 3DS and the Wii U eShop just like going away, yeah. and Nintendo just being like, "Yeah, we got." I mean, but you got some of the games, yeah. you know. I hope I mean, you, you were there at the, at the time. I hope you were there in 1990, and if you weren't, I hope you were there in 2006. Otherwise, get out, and never come yeah. back. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but is this a piece of video game history that is worth uh, experiencing? I think absolutely. Yep um especially with that that terminator factoid that's <laughs> a really big good <laughs> uh but no more than that more than that the game is fun and the music is great um and i think you know what matt was saying about like oh a lot of people here like oh it's an nes game with good music i don't know pull up some random nes game yeah. music wise and then compare it to journey to Silius, and you might feeling like Oh, Journey of Silius is like pretty high tier yeah. as far as like music available on this platform. Right. Um, and I love, I mean, my favorite thing about retro game music is like, you got to hand it to these composers mm -hmm. making, you know, spinning this straw right. into gold. Well, and, like, and it's hard. Yeah. It's not, especially because at that level, you aren't just a composer. 
right? Yeah. You are a programmer mm-hmm. and composer. <laughs> this, like you're, right. you're doing two jobs at once at this point in history. Yeah, you can't just write. It's like, how do you... I don't know how they did it back yeah. in the day, how they were able to sit down and like... You can't just write whatever piece of music you want. It has to work in these very specific limitations like didn't the nes music it has like four channels yes i think i think it's something like that the super nes adds four more something like that it's like super limited yeah and the fact that any of this music was good is really wild and you know like it's one thing to be praising somebody like koji kondo who of course made a lot of really great music for the nes however koji kondo was on the inside buddy yes, right was like they're with Nintendo, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like this, uh, this guy Naoki uh, Koda- Kodaka. Yeah. I don't know. I'm really bad with Japanese game names. I don't know if you've noticed, uh, listener. But uh, Naoki was able to figure this out from Sunsoft, which yeah. I think is uh, slightly more impressive, or at least is worth a few points in my book. Yeah, definitely. Um, so maybe you don't want to check out the game. Whatever. Pull the music up and, you know, tell me I'm wrong as far as this being, like, really good video game music for the era. Yeah. This is also one of those great ones to, like, just watch an AGDQ run of it. Like, it's a a 10-minute run. These are, that's, like, the best way that these games are being resurfaced for a lot of people is I just love the speedrun community. Because, first off, as we've sort of covered in this episode, this era, like, it is speed running like that. That's what yeah, the, the right. And I don't mean like everyone's trying to play NES games as fast as possible, but the way you play an NES game is the same way you get good at a speed run, which is like, yeah, I have yeah. to memorize the paths and do and get the muscle memory and kind of beat my head against it until I've got it. And then I get a personal best or whatever. Like that right. is born from this era of gaming. And uh, so to see these games show up at GDQs is great. And there's a, there's a run from 2018 that is super fun and super good. Um, so, I I just am glad these things get to find some way to stick around, you know. Honestly, we should mention the little speedrunning factoid, Matt, that the checkpoint system in this game <laughs> is really broken. Busted. <laughs> and so uh, apparently one of the things that you do when you're speedrunning this game is you die at specific points so that the checkpoint will will spawn you ahead yeah, of forwards. where you were. There's like certain, like, somehow, and it's like actually randomized too. Like in the run, they'll be like, okay, I'm going to die here and I hope I get the good checkpoint. Oh, no, I didn't <laughs> I didn't quite go as far for it. This is the second best one I could have randomly been given or whatever. Funny. It's really funny. Um, so, and you know what? I mean, I, I guess I don't, I don't understand the science behind the move, but I did myself experience some checkpoint uh, oddities. Yeah. As far as like the checkpoints are not consistent, like sometimes you you'll die in a on a screen and you'll get respawned at a different checkpoint than if you die on that exact same screen right. later. And then yeah. sometimes the checkpoints are really close together, which makes no sense. Like there'll be a <laughs> checkpoint on one screen and then there's also a checkpoint on the next screen. It really just feels like somebody at the end of the work yeah. just went through the level and just in a hurry was just like uh checkpoint here here yeah, yeah, here yeah. uh i guess one there oh wait did i already do one there no don't worry about it whatever we just got to get this puppy done <laughs> um very strange yeah. uh and uh, and hilarious and um i don't know if we mentioned but this was actually supposed to be a terminator game. oh yeah 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 at the end you do fight a terminator yeah very and clearly it is a terminator. obviously a terminator yeah so that's probably should have been a lawsuit <laughs> 
Um, can we talk about the boss fights real quick too? Because um, they're oh, yeah, let's talk about they're the sort of a different. A I, I I will say that I didn't find the boss fights especially intriguing. I liked the first boss, and maybe that's it. The final boss oh, yeah? is like you the, like that first boss, huh? The, the final boss is um, like completely the like the easiest of all of them. Actually, like it becomes very very trivialized. But even that, like I don't mind. All the other ones is really just like, and I don't know. This is a part of the platform, but like. The, the the bosses are just like jump at the exact right moment fire a single shot land wait for the cycle jump at the right time like i don't find that particularly engaging and one of them especially that that final boss um of the third level is uh is especially that way where that's the one where i just save stated as hard as like just uh, i'll rewind two seconds rewind two seconds rewind like just keep yeah, doing it yeah. until i just get through yeah. this stupid thing because i'm not and and then when i watch you on stream doing it, it's like oh i'm glad i didn't do it the other way actually because that looks boring as hell oh my god yeah you just kind of like sit uh and wait for the the pattern to play out the way and then mm -hmm. you jump up and shoot it once um there's probably a smarter or faster way to do it but i mean i only figured out to do it the way i did it um love that first boss though did you notice that those are kiwis <laughs> Because we noticed that the first, animal. so so I'll tell you about the the first boss. So the first boss is uh, the uh, spoilers for Journey to okay, Syllabus. Yeah, yeah. Um, so first boss, there's a helicopter pulls up. And you're like, whoa, what's going on with this helicopter? And then out jumps a kiwi, which is I'm not talking about the fruit. I'm talking about the the weird bird creature, the New Zealand I'm, kiwi, like a, yeah. just like a guy from New Zealand. You're talking about kiwi, right? No, like, no, no, no. Oh, no, my no, name's no, Greg. Not, <laughs> Hoy, how you doing? No. I'm Greg, and I'm here to kill ya. <laughs> No, not people from New Zealand. You know the the the, the bird. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. bird. I know, a kiwi. A kiwi. A kiwi. Great. They they're kind of they got they got they kind of like they're kind of duck like. They're like to me. They're, they're like if a if if I don't know some ancient what's the ancient oh a dodo it to me it's like the evolution of a dodo like the beak just yeah. kept getting longer but then it was still this like very unremarkable bird. So they look like kiwis is what we noticed, yeah, this first boss, yeah. um, and which is weird. I uh, didn't really want to fight a kiwi, but I did uh, in this game. And you can check it out. First boss, definitely a kiwi. I uh, can't really see that it would be anything else. <laughs> Anyways, kiwi thing settled. You don't even need to check. Yeah. It's definitely a kiwi. Just trust us. Um, yeah, I'm doing this just for cages at this point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and only for cages. Like so many of the things I do on this show, it's for such a small group of people. One, yeah. one particular Swedish listener. Thank you. That's how I do it. Matt, hey, I believe it is time I agree. to rank Journey to Syllabus, a game based on, it was almost... It was what? You know, it was almost uh, Lost, the video oh, game. Where you yeah. play as Jack. You pl you were supposed to play as Jack, and then Sawyer, and the all the boss. bosses yeah. were uh, gonna be the various mystery boxes. Yes. All right, <laughs> and the whole game, it, it the tagline was "What's inside of this," <laughs> um, which is of course the J.J. Abrams uh, quote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah. he always wants there to be um, something inside of stuff? Okay. So Hunter, we've discussed it. We we are going to try a new thing today because we now have yes. twenty five things on this list, and it takes way too long yeah. to read the list. And I don't think the listener cares. They can they can look up the list online. You can look up the list online. All right. So sorry, we are now in the era of the show where we're going to find a window for this game to exist in, and we will read kind of that section of the list so that we at least know yeah. like the territory we're working within. There's there's twenty five games on the list, 
And where do we want to start talking about this yeah. one? I, so, so let's uh, who's who's feeling hot and who's feeling cold, so that we can find our outer limits, and then we'll work our way in. Right? I feel like the obvious choice would be to have. Okay, so so the also a new way we want to do it is we talk about the high. The one of us says the highest they would do it, yep. and the lowest. I think I liked this game more than you, but I might just be being obvious. Because it's uh, not like you disliked this. No, game. I didn't dislike this, but you you enjoy NES games and the process of NES games more than me. So okay. I would say you definitely liked it more than so me. So I will say the highest I could possibly rank this game, and then you say the lowest. The lowest yeah. you could possibly rank this right. game. I think the highest I could go is fifteen. Highest is fifteen. So you do not think it could go higher than inscription. I don't think it could go higher than inscription. Uh, I saw Donkey Kong Country 3 at number 17, yeah. and I thought, I, I could rate I could this see higher that. than Donkey yeah. Kong Country 3. I do not think it could go lower than Halo 2. It is definitely better than Halo 2. Beyond that, well, this is where we start the conversation. So here's, here's the okay. section of the list we're working within. We're working from 15 to 21. That's Forza Horizon 5, Metroid Dread, Donkey Kong Country 3, Final Fantasy 7, Sonic the Hedgehog from 1991, Mass Effect 1, and Solar Ash. It's somewhere okay. in this world. Okay. So that's the range. Uh I think I think we start from the bottom and go up. Okay. So starting with Solar Ash, what do we think these two versus um, each other? I, I think I had more hype going into Solar Ash, which inherently because it's kind of like a it's a fine game, it it felt more disappointing, right? Because yeah. I I really wanted it to be better than it um had even necessarily promised me beyond just the developer of it, whereas right. I can't compare that to this game because I had nothing going into this. I didn't uh, beyond mm -hmm. the recommendations of some people we like, right? Like we, we listened to right. other video game podcasts and they offhand mentioned it as a pretty good NES game. That's it. That's all I had going into this. So it's, it wasn't, it, this game had nothing to prove. So for me, it's really hard to like equate that. So in general, solar ash was a bigger disappointment to me than journey to Silius could have ever been. Yeah. I think, um, journey to Silius was a more relaxing play for me than solar ash mm -hmm. solar ash at times i just felt a little bit like kind of lost as far as what to enjoy yeah it's funny i think they both have five stages is that right i think they both yeah are divided into no i think solar ash has six oh, okay does. yeah regardless it's kind of about the same structure wise yeah. uh in even though that doesn't make any sense what i just said <laughs> um I think I like the music of Journey to Silius more. Yes. And did you know that Journey to Silius was based on Solar Ash, but then they lost the Oh, that's right. Uh, well, and Solar Ash yeah. was based on Terminator 3, was it? Rise of the Machines. Yeah, right. <laughs> the very same. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think I like I, I like Journey to Silius more than, okay. uh, than Solar Ash. Cool. Um, so, so next up is Mass Effect. Uh, the beginning of what this doesn't make any goddamn sense. So easy. No, it's easy. It's so easy. Let's shift gears here while we compare it to an Xbox 360. They're both hey, they're both RPG. about. They both look like space cops. Okay, yep. Yep. so one, one you're kind of a. Uh, we've used this this rationale before to try and dunk on Mass sure. Effect. We're like in one of them you're a cop. Uh, in Journey to Silius, you're like, oh, we didn't even talk about the story. Like, well, you're it's some an kid. NES game, so come on. I mean, 
Uh, come on, but there is a story. Yeah. You're a kid, and, like, your dad was on, like, some other thing, and, uh... Was on a and colony, of, and a terrorist yeah. blew up the colony, and you're going to figure out what happened. You get a floppy disk, because this is this is far in the future when we still definitely use floppy disks, because oh, those are never going anywhere, That baby. floppy disk, though, that looked so good. Uh, <laughs> it looked better than anything in Mass Effect. It's gotta be Journey to Silius. <laughs> it's gotta be. I it's don't, gotta be. I, don't, I genuinely don't know that I can put Journey to Silius above Mass Effect. Ooh, really? Okay. Let's come back to this Let, wait let's let's take a gander music at one thing. okay music journey to silius yes. gets a point easily of course legacy um, mass effect gets a point obviously yeah. not even a question more uh, mass effect is i think more fun to just play just the mechanics of yeah. it yeah even if it's a mm. bit generic at times okay i mean okay. what's so is journey to silius journey right? to silius a, is a, worth more money on <laughs> that's ebay that's true by a, by a <laughs> very large margin <laughs> But they spent way more money on Mass Effect than they did on Journey That's to true. They, they probably did. Yeah. I mean, we don't know. That's based on nothing. I, I think uh, that's based on nothing, Matt. Inflation. Sure. Inflation. I, I don't. I don't want to definitively some, say something about it being better or worse than Mass Effect because I do think it is at least worth asking about Sonic the Hedgehog as a two D side scrolling game. I mean, Sonic's a platformer. This is a run and gun. But yeah. They're of mm -hmm. a similar mm -hmm. vibe. Where do you, I mean, where do you I like go? Sonic with that? the Hedgehog one music, I think, more than Johnny yes. Decilius. Yeah. And yeah. the style, the art is, I mean, it's, 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 they're from two different eras, so it's a bit hard to compare but i think uh, what sonic the hedgehog is doing with the system is more uh -huh. impressive than what journey to Silius is doing with the system uh um, yeah so i i definitely don't think it goes above sonic the hedgehog right yeah okay 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 i think so originally i looked at donkey kong country 3 which i think might just be too high on the list sure. um and thought oh i think i could put it above donkey kong country 3 but can i put it above sonic the hedgehog even though sonic the hedgehog is lower right I don't know if that I could. No. So in that way, Matt, maybe it should just go underneath Mass Effect. <laughs> well, sometimes I love it's worth the logic peeking. of the show. Sometimes I love. Well, it can't go above Sonic the Hedgehog, so it must go under Mass Effect. Duh. Well, I just think that sometimes it's fun to peek ahead. Yes, I agree. At the conversations to come and let them inform kind of strategically where you want to put it right, right. now. Right. So. You know, this was an episode where we dunked on Solar Ash a little bit, yeah. pushed Solar Ash down, and all the all the games below Solar Ash as well. Yeah, obviously, Halo Two takes another hit. <laughs> You're in trouble, Halo Two. You suck. <laughs> um, Mass Effect One, though. Yeah, I think it. Deserves. I don't know. Mass Effect One is a mess, but is it is it such a mess that it's worse than Journey to Silius, right. which is like a game that I don't know. I mean, it's probably going to make the top hundred list of nes games forever yeah but is it ever going to be like a top 20 game no. probably not yeah. yeah and the, you know what you know what i just said is it ever going to be a top 20 game and i said no probably not and then <laughs> it's number we 21 it here, right 21 now. it will never it would be that definitively. would ultimately be true <laughs> all right so what we're saying is that there's some of journey to silius where it's good it's worth playing it's worth highlighting on the show mm -hmm. but it ain't a top 20 game yep and i'll tell you that because it's 21 no matter how weird the list is yeah <laughs> yeah it just anytime it gets close to being in the top 20 of a list it's magnetically repelled <laughs> So that's what we tried to put it in the top 20, yeah. but Destiny spoke, yeah. and now it's 21. Right. I mean, if it had been a Terminator game, it probably would have been like 18 or something. Dude, right? biggest complaint should have been a Terminator game. <laughs> all right. 
Should have been lost the video game. That's that would yeah. be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like 10 years. No, 20 years early. No, 10 years early. <laughs> when did Lost come out? Uh, 2005? No, it's 1998 probably, right? I don't know. Who, 98. Who yeah, something like No, it's, it was not 98, Matt. <laughs> okay. That's not when it came out. Did you know uh, did you know that Journey to Silius was actually supposed to be an old gamers almanac game but they, oh, we lost that's they right. lost the rights to yeah, us. We didn't give them the rights. Uh, Someone make a fan game version version yeah. of Journey to Silius where I'm the boy and Matt is all the enemies. <laughs> <laughs> Come I on. Dig it. Yeah, just do that do easily. It. It's just, easy. Come just on. Do Making it. video games just is easy, it. so just do it. Uh, Making hey. games is easy. Make us one based off a joke from one episode. Oh, a minor episode. <laughs> a minor episode of this show. Let's be real. This is not a major episode. Okay. This is, uh, uh, you know, we do three for them and one this for us. This is one of the ones we get an deal. email about, basically. We know the episodes. Yeah. When we record the episodes, we know which ones we're getting an email about. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Speaking I agree. of, well, you can was, do that uh, yeah, at oldgamersalmanac at gmail.com. Send us an email. Uh, let us know how you what, if you've played Journey to Silius and other Sunsoft games you love or, or your favorite NES games. I would love more NES classics uh, or especially so here's the thing. Hunter and I are working on our uh, libraries of older games so that we can actually like do more old stuff, right? We got, we got all kinds of stuff and we want to get um, what, what I would love is uh, some more people to send us lists of Games from consoles that I never played. We talked about in television earlier, but like, give me all that stuff. ColecoVision, like all the weird consoles that like you had to be a capital G gamer in the early nineties to like have played. Mm -hmm. I want, I want to know what are the ones we got to do on those systems and not just the hits that everybody will tell you. I want to know what are the other games on those systems that we got to do. Yeah. Yeah. I want to start. I mean, I want to start getting real granular with it, real deep with it. I want to, what about this? Turbo Graphics Thursdays. Yes. What do you think about that? <laughs> Thursdays. Turbo Graphics. Oh, when Tuesdays this is a daily even. show from when we when we become a daily show for this for this whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Once we start the Patreon, uh the it, one of the one of the goals will be turn us into a daily show with daily episodes where all we do is play video games and immediately record <laughs> it and it and our health is in the toilet. Yeah. We throw our health in the toilet. Well, I've right. lost my you family never see at that Molly point. Again. I've been kicked out of the house. Yeah, I'm gone. Yeah. So clearly. You're living on the street. You're living, let's be real, you're living in, you're living with me. Yeah. All right? Yeah. You're living in my room with me. Uh, coming up, we've got an episode about Hitman 2016. Um, we want to do an episode about Centipede. I don't know if that's immediately on the radar or not, because we're trying to do some fancy stuff with it. So keep an eye out for an eventual Centipede episode. And then, of course, uh, we are actively playing Elden Ring, uh, but I do not know when that episode's going to come out. I'll, you'll, you'll, you'll know. You'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, and Matt's speaking in the future. Uh, we're recording this in the past yeah, when week, Elden and Ring hasn't away, come actually. out yet. Yeah, um, but so we're currently playing it, and I'm loving it. I'll go ahead and give you my <laughs> review right now. It's so good. Oh my god, it's so good. It's probably and, like top um, ten. I mean, it's got to be right. We can already put it on the list. It's top two. It's top two. <laughs> it's a top two game. Uh, Elden Ring. Did right? you know, Hunter, I, that Elden Ring? was actually uh -huh. supposed to be a Terminator video game, but they lost the no, license. No, it wasn't. Oh, no, I'm sorry. No, it was supposed it to be wasn't. a Song of Ice and Fire game, and uh, <laughs> yeah, they lost the license. George R. R. Martin's <laughs> It was Song supposed to be of Fever Dream by George R. R. Martin. <laughs> Bye.
thank y'all for listening to Old Gamer's Almanac. Produced by Hunter Donaldson and Matt Martins. Music by Knight Corey. Oh, <laughs>